The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. And welcome back on this adventure. Thanks for listening to us. We are the Adventures of Toxic City podcast, babies. Thanks for all the faithful few that are that, that keep tuning in, checking us all five of y'all. I'm excited that you guys are here with us for this ride. I am hacking up my lungs this week. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm, I'm not, I don't even know what's going on right now. But there are lungs being hacked. And um, last week, I just want to say we had an amazing show. My friend, Mr. Andrew the Brony, which I hadn't seen since then. I was off on the day he came in, man. But uh, if you're out there listening to this, Mr. Andrew, I just want to thank you again for being on the show. Got awesome responses from all the people who listened to the show. They loved it. They they said it made them feel something. It it wasn't just my normal, hey, we're all idiots. Let's jump on a microphone and talk about it um, show. And, I, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. I really, when I went back and listened to it, I, I thought it was awesome. Andrew, you were awesome. Mad props to you. Hope you're still listening to the show. <clears throat> there goes my lungs again. Um, anyway, so last week I, I think we really hit a peak um, of of just uh, I guess content on our show. It was it was different. It was raw. It was real. It was um, kind of coming from an angle that 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 not everybody in the world is used to. And so we jumped on that. And this week we jumped off the peak and we plummeted down into the depths of of <laughs> as far as you can go in idiocracy because we bring Mr. Derek Thomason back on, back in. We're talking Ninja Turtles. We're talking RoboCop. We're talking collections. We're talking even kid and play and maybe even Vanilla Ice. Um, we get crazy and we have fun and this is so much not as good as last week or maybe even not as interesting, but we're having a good time. Um, we're talking about collections and... Uh, and the value of your collection and what kind of collector you are, you know? Um, we're making you kind of search the inner depths of your inner collector and figure out whether you're just a dealer or you're truly passionate about the things you love and the things you connect, um, collect, I should say. So, <clears throat> anyways, I'm hacking up stuff. This is my intro. I'm going to jump into this thing. Um, again, we're still here. Thanks for everybody listening to it. Mr. Eddie. It comes into our shop if you're listening to us and, and, and you tell me you are. I just want to thanks thanks for all the encouragement, man. You uh you keep us going, you keep us rock and roll, you let us know people are out there in the world hearing us on this and uh podcasting is kind of a vacuum and we don't know where our voice is going, but it, it's cool to hear the feedback, man. You always got a smile, you always got something positive to say. Um I know you were like, Hey, we need more guests, like Mr. Andrew this is not that weak. We are plummeting to the depths of idiocracy, like I said, with Mr. Derek Thomason. I'm going to shut up. Let's jump in this, babies. Um, one thing I will say, we are pushing, pushing, pushing October 10th. It is the fourth annual, first annual, the fourth first annual RoboCop Day. <coughs> It'll be here at Toxic City. Um, it will start at 6 p.m. It is... Sl- RoboCop Day slash Mr. Derek Thomason's Mr. Derek, not Rick Thomason's birthday. If you guys want to come out and hang out with us, have a good time. Well, from six to eight ish, we'll be doing RoboCop activities, eating RoboCop cake, making RoboCop shirts. There might even be RoboCop masks involved. Who knows? We might even dress each other up like Robo- RoboCop. We don't know. And then at eight p.m., we are starting the rated R, not for kids, RoboCop from nineteen eighty seven. So I'm going to shut up. I'm going to pitch that. Here we go. We might have a commercial in between here, but then we're coming back with Mr. Derek Thomason himself. 
the 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 main collector here. I don't I don't know what I'm saying. It's just Derek. Derek, not Rick Thomason. No matter what he tells you, his name's not Rick. I'm coughing up lungs. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm all juiced up on on cough syrup. Let's jump in this baby. Thanks for the listeners. Thanks for being the networks for letting us still be here. Let's rock and roll. Come on the ride. Come on the adventure. Let's get in this baby. Longbox Small Talk is a comedic yet informative view into the world of comic book media with a bearded man child and a punk rock never was been. Join them every Wednesday on the B Movie and Ebooks Network. That's Longbox Small Talk on B Movies and Ebooks.com. And welcome to the adventures of Toxic City Podcast <laughs> Podcast. I am with the returning champion of returns The only man ever to come back for a second round We're, we're in like, I don't even know what number we're on right now But we're probably less than 10 Cuckoo! Maybe around 10 And we already have returning guests What does that say about me as a podcaster? Well, what Mr. it says about you <laughs> was this podcast was my idea what do you and mean we were supposed it was to your do, idea? I said, hey, we should do a podcast, and we can even do it at Matt's shop, and we'll call it Rants and Raves. Right. And you, now I've become two- a returning guest. Right. See what happens to me, people? <laughs> I've been shafted, and I need to You're kill right. someone. You're right. It was Rants and Raves, but that was you weren't you didn't invent podcasting. The no, podcast is not your we, idea. I, said I was we already doing do a podcast. I was already doing the wrestling podcast. Yeah, and Top I to said, the chest radio, baby. And I ding, said, ding, ding. And I said, let's do this. And then, and, and then we, it, then it, we did some. It evolved. It evolved, <laughs> it evolved beyond you. I'm like the original drummer of the Beatles. <laughs> I've been kicked out. I'm Rob Halford. I've been kicked out for various reasons. That's sarcasm, folks. For those of you at home listening, or on your way to work, or where else? Where else would they be listening from? Uh, McDonald's. <laughs> why would why like would drive they, through? Like well, okay. I guess that's in, in that's your still, car. Well, I guess you know they could be going other places than work. Yeah, they could be coming home from work. What if they work night shift? Could be. All right. This week in nerdiness. I like what we did that last time. I like that we do this. What What do you got going on in your nerdy world? What are some cool things you picked up in the last few? What, when's the last time we recorded? About a month ago, we'll say. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, I will say. In before, the span of a month. Before I get into what I picked up. But let's talk about. This is Derek Thomason. I didn't even get to introduce you earlier. Oh, you cut me off. Sorry. This is Derek, not Rick Thomason. Or Rick. Um, <laughs> or, nope. So we can go with one thing that I've really liked is... Uh, I've recently started listening to uh, Longbox Small Talk. Awesome. And uh, I, I really like it, even though uh, I wanted to uh, jump through the podcast time or two when they said the casting was good for Terminator Genesis. <laughs> it's not good, guys. It was terrible. Um, even before even before the movie, it was right. terrible I thought casting. That was, I thought it was your favorite movie. Oh, you know what to do with that comment. <laughs> what? But anyways, overall, uh, th- those guys are pretty funny, and it's a good podcast. So I know they've plugged us a couple of times. Uh-oh. And I know that because I've listened to most of their podcasts on the way to work. And it's pretty good. It's a it's an entertaining podcast. So if you're listening to this one, uh, Longbox Small Talk. And here, pretty soon I'm going to trump on uh, Craig and Brian's, but I haven't got to B-movies and e-books is theirs. Yeah, B-movies so, but, and e-books. Which is a strange turn for you. Let's jump into this. We didn't even know we were going this route. You were anti-podcast, I think, before. Like, I remember talking to you about podcasts, and I, you were not I down. I wasn't anti-podcast, just most of them really suck. Okay. I've tried to find, like, statue podcasts, comics, and stuff, and I found some, but most of them are just terrible. They're boring. And what's really bad is I do not want to hear anything where it's just strictly either a review, reviews are a dime a dozen, and if it's just strictly what's new and coming out, okay, I can 
five minutes on the internet and I know what's new and coming out. I don't right. need to hear an hour long podcast. So when you do funny stuff like games or you have uh, interesting guests like myself, <laughs> uh, it really makes. So it have way you heard all the Adventures of Tiger City podcast? Yes, and, except and for the new one that came out today, I haven't heard that one. Okay, there, this this isn't really time. People don't know when we record this, but so I'm saying, out of all the ones who come out, who, which one's your favorite? Uh, definitely episode three. And why is that? Uh, because I'm on it, and I thought I was amazing, but after hearing episode three with me on it, yeah, I realized I am amazing, uh, it, and all the it, vain arrogance I thought I had now it confirmed it because I'm. I'm pretty amazing. I remember that. Let me tell you, people out there listening to the podcast world, Mr. Derek Thomason, we aired episode three with Derek and Hector. This man calls me to, to, to tell me how amazing he was on the podcast. He's like, I just want to tell you, I'm hilarious, and uh, you should have me on all the time. And by the way, and then he continues to give me tips on what I need to do better after telling about his awesomeness. And he was 1,000 and... Yes. 10% serious. As great as I was, <laughs> uh, I felt like, uh, you know, hey, this was, I was the Beatles on Ed Sullivan show. Like I was holding you down. Yes. I think, <laughs> I, I think anybody would be holding me down at how utterly amazing I am. I'm only 1% joking because I'm so amazing. I might know um, some podcast stations, some guys who run a podcast station. Mm. And what would you say if you had your own podcast on it? Uh, I would say stuff that would be great. What would you What would you call it? Uh, don't know. Uh, maybe I don't know. Love, <laughs> hate, and arguments. Who knows? Love, hate, I don't and know. Arguments. Just make it up. Stuff. What would you? What Me would and you Hector were about? kicking around the idea of maybe doing one too. Okay. Uh, and that's what we were kind of kicking around. So that may come about. I don't know. Just something uh, different. We'll get set up. So, I'll produce it. It'll be fun. So, if, if we're not totally boring and terrible. Right, which you are which, in real life. Like, I mean, when I hang out with both of y'all, I'm like... We're, we're terrible as right. people, human beings, and <laughs> podcasters. So after we burn an orphanage down... <laughs> I can't even speak English. <laughs> after we burn down an orphanage... We burn orphanage <laughs> down. And then I tell a bunch of bad jokes and bore people to sleep. Right. We'll know about uh, my true ability. Right. Then we can take the Gilbert and Bobcat show... <laughs> Every time. I'm never giving it up. So, this week in your nerdy lives, after we hit this crazy intro, a little maybe some hot news and B&E Movie Networks, maybe we can convince Derek Thomason to get his own podcast, and it'll burn to the ground, and we'll see how horrible of a person he really is. Yeah. Um, and then I can call him and give him some podcasting tips. I'll take them. But, <laughs> but uh, what you got going on, man? I heard recently you picked up a first appearance of one of your favorite characters. Casey Jones. Oh yeah, I, I was looking <laughs> he at him. Looked I was at me like, like, "What are who? you talking about? Who did I get?" Right. Yes. What's this? Give me the story. Give me the juice. Well, how long you been looking for this book? What's been going down? Uh, I've been looking for it in a good grade for about two years, and when I'm sure it's been on eBay, but when I've gotten on, I either found a copy that was a low grade. Or I couldn't find a copy. Okay, this is when Derek's on, this is a collector show. We're talking about comic collectors, statue collectors, toy collectors, people that are in the game, baby. People that make up the heartbeat of Toxic City that keep the doors open. That's the people we're talking to. If you're listening to this and you're not one of those people, you should become one of those people. Because owning a collection, finding the things you love, it just fills this void in your life. And I can't always explain it, but it's like Christmas morning every time you buy something new. It's that magic. It's that sparkle. That's what we're about. So... When you're on eBay and you're a comic collector, what are the downfalls to it? Uh, eBay is kind of the devil for any sort of collecting because, one, it kills the hunt. Right. Ask any deer hunter or game hunter. 
uh, if he wanted deer meat or whatever, he could just go to the store and buy it. But the fun right. is going out there with your friends, family, hunting, uh, getting the kill yourself, taking back, maybe preparing the meat. Right. Uh, and we've seen that go awry so many times in all the Jurassic Park films. Continue. Exactly. Well, with uh, collectibles, whether it be sports cards, comics, figures, anything like that, uh, hunting up what you're looking for, the piece you're looking for is part of the fun. Uh, finding it is that uh, gives you that uh, that exhilaration, that rush of oh, I found it. And then not only that, but you have uh, now you have the item that you're looking for to put in your collection, a display, to read, whatever the case may be. And in this case, um, first appearance of Casey Jones has been on the list for a while. That's my favorite character in Turtles. Uh, it's actually not a turtle. It's Casey Jones. So this has been on my list for a while. Finally got it in a high grade, roughly around a nine. And uh, so it definitely. It came in Toxic City Comics, actually. A guy sold a collection, and that was one of the books in there. And as soon as Matt saw it, because I told Matt... Which I wanted. I wanted it. I was on, I didn't know if you were on a hunt for two years. I would have given yeah. it to you if I would have known that. But he said, oh, yeah, Derek. I said, what the heck? It's the only person in the Ninja Turtle universe that I really care about. Don't get me wrong. I like Ninja Turtles. I think they're awesome. Um, I like what they're doing with Donatello right now or what they did. I thought that was a, blew my mind. Um, Mr. Marvin out there, don't hate me if you're listening to this. I know Ninja Turtles are your world. But Casey Jones, uh, if I would have handpicked my favorite Ninja Turtle, character out of all of them it'd be casey jones Same here. followed by uh baxter stockman i'm just kidding <laughs> in the cartoon only and um uh, but no casey jones cool cool dude um and then i heard you got it and i was like i didn't even get a chance to, i mean I, I managed the store i think i should be able to jump on some <laughs> stuff but now that i know you're on a two-year hunt yeah matt's matt's known about right. it and i told him yeah. uh months and months ago as a uh, another store that's a pretty fun place uh my friend uh, chris Foreman's a manager of a store and i told him as well said hey uh, right. If this book comes in here, let me know. We, we ain't scared to throw out the name. We ain't uh, scared to do it. All Star Comics, yeah. and uh, they have a store in Humble, and they have a store in Baytown. 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 Just opened a second location, All Star. Friends of ours work there. Um, some of those guys have come in here, loved this shop. Um, I've been in their shop, awesome stuff. So, we'll, we, you know, we're, we're not even near each other. And if we were, I wouldn't even care. We're about, you know, it, it's 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 friendly. It's we're not scared to other. St oh my God! There's other comic stores that exist. We know they exist. I did not um, know if, <laughs> if you can't find something here, man. If we can send you their way, um, I don't mind. You know, and uh, good stuff. Good, you know, keep the industry going. It keeps people hungry. Um, I like a little good, all that. So I don't know where I was going with that, but you continue, Casey Jones. We're talking. Go. So I told them to keep an eye out. Told Matt to keep yeah. an eye out. I didn't think it would come in, and if it did, I didn't think it'd be a high grade, especially this soon with the store being open since May, and it already came in. So. Uh, it just goes to show you that, hey, a, uh, a store, you never know. So if you're looking for something even off the wall, give us a chance. Maybe right. we'll have it. And if we don't, hey, we can always throw your name in a hat. Case in point, this Casey Jones book. Might pop in. And uh, even Matt, one of Matt's earlier collections, uh, first appearance of the goon, goon number one, the original uh, Avatar press. Um, actually, that may not be his first appearance. I think it is, but don't quote me on that. But it's definitely the first number one issue. Uh Matt had it in a collection and another book that's hard to find in a high grade, and he had it, and I picked that up for him too. So two of my grails so, I was able to get from Matt at Toxic City with his uh, with some of the collections that he's bought. So obscure books, not just primary books he right. had in his collection. So let us right. know if you're looking let, for something. We can put it on the list. Let's talk about So you got the first appearance of Casey Jones. Okay. Let's talk about why Casey Jones is amazing. Uh I, I mean, I think self-explanatory. Have you seen them? Right. Hockey mask, hockey sticks, baseball bats. Is that a Jose Canseco baseball ball. bat? <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Golf ball. Uh, golf balls. He doesn't use <laughs> Golf clubs. He throws balls at He's like, four. <laughs> Watch out. They're going to slip on it. The uh, the Just the, the, the long hair, the attitude, 
the uh, what? the vigilanteism, just the whole concept. Of the great character, character. Is cool. yeah, he's a great character in a world where the turtles are the focal point, and maybe even Shredder, depending on the villains. Um, Casey Jones here is this little side character that, to me, just gives a whole element to the uh, whether it be the original comic or whether it be the uh, the show or the movie. Number one movie. So we're not talking about the third movie, so, uh, but yeah. number one. I mean, you see Casey Jones, man. The first time he pops in, I thought it was like, you know, he's a breath. Of, I mean, you know, you're watching Ninja Turtles. You mm-hmm. know, you know what it's about. But I mean, he's he's almost like their version of the Punisher. I would say. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the look. Everything, um, you know, I'm, I'm one of my favorite intro characters. Like, just cool. Um, I agree. And so, I think the storyline is he breaks into a sports shop and steals all the sports gear. Is that where he collected his stuff and then became a vigilante? The mask. I read it, and I want to say he was an old hockey player. I haven't read it recently. Okay, I don't know where I'm so, getting my information. So but don't I, don't yeah. quote me on and this. And don't quote me. I'm making stuff up. My <laughs> my version's better. So uh, I might be thinking about uh, Commando starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, where they break into a gun shop, but or RoboCop two or RoboCop two, where they break into a gun shop. Yeah, and get rocket launchers. Right, is, is awesome. RoboCop coming up every every segment you're on? Is that what's going down? Uh, RoboCop and Terminator is going to come up, and Hellboy is going to come up, one shape or form. Okay, pretty regularly. Can't say every show. Okay. I'm not going to make that promise. Right. Avengers 2. Um, but I will bring up those characters in the Avengers regularly because they're awesome. And if we can get force-fed Batman right. and Superman and Spider-Man stuff, I'm going to throw a little bit of action to I some, feel that. Some Speaking of, stuff. let's talk some RoboCop. What's okay. coming up? What are you doing? What's your favorite day of the year? Uh, well, August. No, August. October 10th. <laughs> October 10th. Is National RoboCop Day. National RoboCop Day. And this is going to be the fourth first annual the RoboCop. The fourth first annual RoboCop Day at Toxic City Comics. Where did National RoboCop Day start? Let's talk about that. Okay, well, almost four years ago, uh, me and my uh, buddy or slash roommate slash co-worker Renee were at the house. We had a bad day of work. And we just got off and we're frustrated and we're pissed and we're not having a good day. Well, I get home. And lo and behold, a bunch of stuff I ordered from uh, eBay, RoboCop-related stuff, came in. Right. It was like three or four things that day, figures and stuff like that. So it instantly took me from a bad day to an amazingly great day. Well, you feed off each other's energy, so I'm making jokes. I'm laughing. I'm having a good time, which means Renee starts laughing and making jokes, put him in a better mood. We annoyed the hell out of my girlfriend, so fiancé now, so Amanda got... See, there's hope, fellas. Even guys like Derek... Can get uh, put a ring on it sometimes, and she said yes. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was impressed. So, uh, and then after that, so we ended up watching the movie that night and just making jokes and having fun. So the following year, we had a RoboCop day at my house. We watched the movie again. We made T-shirts with markers and stuff. I feel that that's totally going to be in tradition. Goofy, but it was fun. And then uh, one year we had a pinball tournament. We showed the movie and done various stuff. So this is the fourth one, but the first one at Toxic City. That's why it's the fourth first annual event so this year uh also my birthday is october 9th so hell with a birthday who needs a birthday when you can celebrate national robocop day i feel so that. it's going to be national i'm going to buy a cake because that's how cool i am to buy a cake <laughs> for my own birthday i like that and it's going to be national this- robocop day and in small print it's going to be uh derek's birthday so i like that it's gonna. I'm gonna have cake, and I'm gonna buy some pizzas for that Saturday as well. So at six o'clock, you want to come in and eat some free food and hang out, do some RoboCop-related activities. Mm-hmm. Eight o'clock, we're gonna show the original movie. <coughs> so, awesome, RoboCop one. Eight yeah. o'clock, National RoboCop's Day. Derek slash Derek, not Rick's birthday. 
Um, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to party. I hope this airs before that so we can plug it. I think it, I'll make magic happen. It will. But uh, I hope it airs the day after. Um, that's Please nice air day. the following week after. <laughs> I know. So, October 15th. So, right. We've jumped from... We just, uh, this, this, this is in Derek's head. We've gone from Vigilante Casey Jones, amazing, got the first appearance, and now National Robocop Day as he tells us a story about uh, just a horrible, sad-ridden day is sparked up by his love for Murphy. Yes. So which makes everybody's day happy. That's all, that's amazing. And then you turned it into a national holiday that's only celebrated by you. But uh, there's is, like three of us now. Okay. So we're hoping, I'm gonna I'm get in. I'm there four. With this podcast, if we could get it to like maybe even five or six. Right. I think we got five or six. We're doing National Robocop Day. Talk City's gonna make this big. It's gonna become a thing. Robocop's gonna show up in our store one year. It's gonna be good. Ed 209's gonna come in, they're gonna fight, they're gonna bust through walls. We're all gonna get up and go to was it Detroit? Yes. I will ask anybody who happens to have a podcast, just throwing this out there, yeah. if y'all want to plug National RoboCop Day, right. I don't care if you plug Toxic City, just plug <laughs> National RoboCop Day, That's October 10th. The man's on a mission. That would be... He's on a mission. That would be good. So, yes. long box, small talk, I'm just saying, just throwing it out there, it'd be cool. National RoboCop Day. National 8 o'clock, October 10th. That's what we're doing. Very, very cool. Uh, we're, you know, we're talking about any, anything else going on since last time you were on the podcast. You pick up anything awesome... Uh, a couple things came in. Um, the Hot Toys uh, Hawkeye figure from the movie Age Ultron just came in. Oh, that's cool. Is uh, it no mask, right? No mask. It's the one from the movie where he's got like the longer jacket. The uh, It's cool. Detail's good. I'm happy with that. Very cool. Uh, the, Why do you like Hawkeye? I uh, mean, a couple things. One, I like the fact that he's just a human. Yeah. I like the fact that he uses a, that he's an archer. The so so there's no extra thing to Hawkeye. His character, there's no like... Oh, he has a super sense or anything like that. He's just a, a sharpshooter. Uh, yeah, basically. And um, the the cool thing that I do like about him is he's he's witty. He's got a sense of humor, but he's not so over the top, goofy, ridiculous that I feel that uh, Der- uh, Deadpool has become. Right. I used to be a fan of the character. Now I feel he's basically Yo Yosemite Sam. Right. He's a Looney Tunes character now. He's just too silly. Uh, still not a bad character, but Hawkeye's not to that level. Yeah. And. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that he's purple because purple's awesome. Right. And uh, yes, I do take a good chunk of ridicule for that being my favorite because color. Because purple's awesome. Yes. Okay. We'll Don- Donatello's awesome. He's, he's purple. Dead. He's dead. Yes. Spoiler alert if you didn't know that. Sent- Donatello's dead. Another spoiler alert. Uh, Sentinels are purple and they're awesome. Sentinels are awesome. They, I think they were maroon, weren't they, when they started? They were, the point is a lot of them had purple and right. other colors, too. So, they so, were like, what's Derek's favorite color? Let's turn the Sentinels that color. So I like Attack that. Attack mutants. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's they were keeping me in mind when right. that happened. Right so, in the sixties, go ahead. Yeah, they're like, you know, Derek's gonna love this in the future. <laughs> right. Who's Derek? Probably the greatest podcast. Right. They're like, there's, there's a young man named Derek who will love feminine colors. But go ahead. He, he'll go by Rick though, <laughs> or not Rick. Um. So yeah, he, he's just cool, man. So uh, I got that. He's in. cool, man. <laughs> yeah, it's his alias. <laughs> yeah. Hawkeye slash Clint Barton slash Cool Man. Right. Um. So that came in, so I was pretty excited with that. Uh, it's a good piece. Would Cool Man be really cool, or would he just be like, when you touched him, he'd be like, not frozen, but a little more he'd than room temperature? He'd be kind of like Vanilla Ice in Cool as Ice. Oh, yeah. Remember that but movie? He's awesome. Yes. Okay. If yes. you said no, I was going to be disappointed. No. That's probably the greatest film of anyone's <laughs> generation ever. Right. Cool as Ice? That was co- he was coming right off a Ninja Turtles 2 movie. Why do we not have that for movie night? I have that no idea. I, I, if you night. can find that, you let me know. 
I'm on the hunt you now. Let me know. I remember, and I will tell you, this is how nerdy I am as a kid. There was this one scene where he was in love with this girl named Cat, and they were riding motorcycles. And yes, I've seen Cool as Ice, and this is all I remember. For some reason, she drops a black book, maybe phone numbers, I don't remember. Vanilla Ice picks it up and goes, looky, 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 I got Cat's black bookie. And I, that's it. That's all I remember of the movie. Amazingness itself. <laughs> I, uh, let's talk about, um, we, we went from Ninja Turtles to Toys. To what do we talk about in between? Uh, vanilla Ice. Well, now lot. we're going to Vanilla Ice. Now we can go back to Ninja Turtles too. Forget anything we've talked about. Once you go to Vanilla Ice, you it's, never go yeah, back. Yeah, right. Right. You know. You know, you know the whole famous saying. Everybody says once you go Vanilla Ice, <laughs> you, you, you never, never get nice. <laughs> <laughs> you never lick. Oh, you can't rhyme ice and ice. Yes, you never lick ice once you go Vanilla Ice. <laughs> right. That's what my grandpappy used to say. <laughs> you can never. Once you go Vanilla Ice, you can never roll dice. Yes. That's what they say in Heroclix, too. You're going to keep going? I don't know. Uh, once you go vanilla ice, <laughs> like you never r- eat rice. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. You go you go noodles. Strictly <laughs> noodles after vanilla don't, ice. Well, don't get all racist on my... Oh my. Not, it's like a lot of Asian food is rice or noodle. <laughs> right. PC, baby. Um, PC. Right, right. Um, stop. Mike Johnson. Collaborate and listen. <laughs> Mike Johnson repping. Yeah. Ice is back throwing, with a brand new invention. Throwing in our, one of our favorite Asians. Something. Grabs a hold of me tightly. All right, so... Uh, Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't... Anyways, go. He, he doesn't know. <laughs> he really doesn't know if it'll ever stop. Hey, you turn off the lights, I'll glow. He to will. the extreme, I'll mic like a vandal. What kind of vandal? Like the band? The punk punk band? No, the but vandals? I light up the stage and watch you jump like a candle dance. Watch your speakers boom. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. That is that is true. Like a Mario mushroom or yes. like the kind you eat? Like it's deadly. When I play that dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. <laughs> Love it or leave it. I, I guess I do a lot less than the best. I commit felonies left and right because right. I get mediocre half-ass on a daily. Hey, you better gain way. If you hit the bullseye, the kid don't play. That's true. But kid. you know, hey, if you ever have a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Hey, let's get on an important matter. Uh, speaking, <laughs> right. of, speaking of play. Check out the Walls. Go ahead. I'm done. That was it. That was the verse. I don't know if y'all know this. Uh, kid and play got married to each other. <laughs> Shut up. And I'm not joking. True. True facts. Yes. Kid and play got this married to each other. This is the stuff you find out of the Dog City podcast. Kid and play. And From the house party movies. Yes. Chris they, and Chris. They're both named Chris. <laughs> That's awesome. Now they're just Chris squared. But <laughs> they are to become one, is the way the uh, Spice Girls would have it. And uh, they got married. So that's you're, you're lying. No, I was I'm told Googling this, it right now. You this, talk about something. This better be legit. So now that I have the podcast to myself while he's Googling <laughs> that, uh, I just want to say uh, that I think that's amazing, you know, <laughs> that they're married. Um, anyways, so moving along here. Did you find that out? That's no, keep, keep going, okay. keep going. Well, anyways, I'll touch on uh, comic books from an uh, investment standpoint. Yeah, let's talk about that. That sounds awesome. People come in here all the time at, talking about the value of comics and so forth. It's basically like the stock market. If you kind of know what you're doing or know what you're doing and you're not afraid to gamble and take some chances, you can make some purchases that could potentially give you a decent return. Now, if you just randomly go buy books or this or that without any knowledge, you're probably not going to make very great, very good decisions. But if you stick with first appearances, and what I tell people all the time, if it's a first appearance and it's five ten dollars and they're going to make a movie of the character or another company just bought them, like with Angela, uh, first appearance of her, I bought like five issues. Was that Spawn? Spawn number nine, I believe it was. I bought a bunch of them in really high grade, like nine twos, nine fours, nine sixes, round in there for five five six bucks a piece, and uh, then Marvel bought her. And now she's getting her own series coming up pretty soon. She's going to be like a sibling of Thor and Loki. And she was in Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit. And uh, 
so they're doing some stuff with her. So she's already gone up to, from what I, last I saw, some copies going for around 25 or 30. So am I going to retire off that one? No, but hey, if I could buy a couple of them, sell them in several years and make 100 bucks an issue of it, you know, that'd fund some other stuff. Or even key books, if you want to go drop, you know, a couple grand on first appearance of Wolverine or X-Men number one or whatever, even in lower grades, they're going to go up in value. They've been going up pretty good. They're not going right. to drop off. Let, let me ask you this. What is the, in your in your collecting world, I could not find anything on the relationship that it is kid and play. I'm still looking. <laughs> that, that seemed right. <clears throat> what What's the biggest investment, I say, biggest return you've had on a comic book? Um, and what was it? Probably my uh, Wolverine number one. I'm sorry. No. Uh, first appearance of Wolverine because I made 500 buck return on it. And that was me selling it in a hurry, not being patient, trying to maximize profits. I could have made a, a grand on it or so in a right. two-year time frame. I made more money with, uh, I made, you know, close to $500 on old, sitting on the book for two years. And uh, like I say, just trying to unload it quickly, still made 500 bucks. Right, right. So, I mean, and it's, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm the emotional sense of a collector. I'm not logical a lot of times. And, and since me I'm, too. If Usually I am. I am. But I, I uh, it, it's, it's. Like, I collect Funko Pops, right? It's the same vibe. I'll buy it for 10 If I can get rid of 15 20 30 I have Funko Pops that I've bought for $10 that are now on the market out there in the collector world are worth $100. So from $10, I'm gaining $90, and I've sold some for that, um, maybe, you know, maybe $60, $70. So still, um, it, it's, it's not just... Hey, I'm financially responsible, but there's an amazing feeling of buying and selling. And there's those people out there, those personality types that that are that are dealers. They buy stuff, they trade. They're out there in the world doing that stuff. Um, I love that aspect of it. The I, the the finds, the hunt we we're talking about earlier. We're not searching eBay. We're in this hunt for these comics. And when you're flipping through that box, you pull that one that you. Uh, oh my God, is this is this real? And then the next thing you do is is this first first uh, you know first print. Is this in good condition? And then it rolls, and you're like, I never thought I'd find this out there, or you that toy on the shelf, or oh my god, I've been looking for this, and you you know, and I love the the energy, the spark, the magic that's in that. So that's what the the, the adrenaline rush of of the hunt, finding, conquering. I know this is a lame comparison, but it is is that that hunter out there. We're not we're not big dudes with gun killing animals, you know what I'm saying? But it's I, I like the uh, the idea behind that. Um, finding things in the wild and that feeling you get when you find it. Go ahead. Well, the, the I, I agree with that. I will say this. Uh, I keep my financial investments and my uh, personal hobby-related buys separate. So when I bought these Angelas, I wasn't excited with them. I didn't care. I don't care about the character. I don't have really any interest in Angela. No matter what they do, I just don't care. I strictly bought her because I think it's going to be a return at some point. Now, the first appearance of Wolverine, I bought that because I really wanted it. The only reason I sold it is because some stuff came up that I wanted more. So I sold that. That's one. I sold like three, two or three pieces I actually liked for various reasons out of all the tons and tons and hundreds to even thousands of pieces I've bought. So usually, 99% of the time, I keep it separate from personal interest versus uh, investment. So, case in point, I bought a Hellboy statue a while back, years ago. I paid like 350 bucks for it. If tomorrow the going value on this thing was five grand, still not selling it. Because I believe as a collector, as a true fan, you can't go on. And, now, right. obviously, if it went to like $100,000, i would have to get rid of it. I mean, it'd pay off my house. It'd be silly not to. It gets a little ridiculous. Right. But as a fan, as a true collector, 
if you're not somewhat passionate, at least some, about some of your pieces, if right. everything can just be sold for money, then to me, you're not a real collector. You're just kind of... You're a dealer. That's yeah, it. you're a dealer. You have to be passionate about some pieces, and you have to care about your collection and not just say, oh, well, if it doubles or triples in value. So doubling, tripling the value is minuscule. Okay, you pay 24 it's worth 60 That's cool, but, I mean, is that going to change right. your... I mean, really, is that going to improve the quality of your life? No. Now that you paid five hundred dollars right. for it, and now it's worth twenty five grand, I can see unloading it. But to right, make right. an extra twenty, thirty, hundred bucks, if you really love the piece, that that's irrelevant. I'm not going to do it. Not even going to think twice. Right, 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 right. And uh, we're talking about investments and in, in, in books. Um, and, and so, how long have you been in the collecting game? We'll say that. Uh, collecting for personal collection, not yeah. like selling or flipping right, right. or nothing. So you have pretty much two collections. You have a collection that you're never going to touch, you're never going to get rid of, this is yours, you're never going, and you have other stuff that you're willing to barter, trade, to to, to um, support the habit of, yes. of the other box. We'll say that. Case in point, if I buy anything <coughs> Harley Quinn, I hate Harley Quinn. I couldn't right. care less about the character. But I will buy, if I found her first appearance for 500 bucks tomorrow and it was a good deal, Yeah, I'd buy it. Strictly just to flip it, and the profit I made, I'm gonna put it right back into comics and figures. And no and offense to all the thousands and thousands of Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, there's nothing wrong. D- with don't turn on us. Don't turn on us. Just because Derek hates you doesn't mean we hate you. Yeah. We actually have a uh, first Prince of Harley Quinn coming back graded. That should be in the store in the it next should be, month or so. Should be a high grade. So that's, that's very weird. high grade. It's now, the like no, I say, really the highest. I hate Harley Quinn. However, Harley Quinn's way more popular than RoboCop. So that shows you how relevant Whoa. my opinion is. That blew my mind. Cooler. I didn't right. say cooler. I said right, more right, popular. Right. Uh, what so, if they did a, a, a RoboCop Harley Quinn mashup? Man, just like being RoboCop a, was like, I gotta mm, buy it just because mm, I'm such a mm, huge RoboCop right. fan. There's, hey, Mr. J. <laughs> Does he even talk <laughs> he like doesn't, that? <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's, he, is he Small Wonder? Hey, Mr. J. <laughs> right. Yeah, we went Small Wonder. For those of you that get that reference, thank you. <laughs> Little Vicky, Vicky the Robot. I'm in it. Yeah. Sometimes you dress that. like Vicky the Robot. I, um. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. This, this is going down fast. Let's end this before we ruin everything. Um, we are talking Casey Jones. We yes. are talking Ninja Turtles. We are talking Vanilla Eyes. We are singing Vanilla Eyes songs. We're talking about investments for comics. We are Toxic City, The Adventures of Toxic City, Derek's Adventures this week or this month. So far produced first appearance of Casey Jones. Mm-hmm. What else you got? You said you picked Hawkeye up Hawkeye figure. Hawkeye figure. You did pick up a new addition to your stinking RoboCop collection. Yes. The uh, Okay, last time you were on, we had a whole segment about your Ed 209 statues. Yes. And now what are we going to talk about? Uh, I got the 3016 scale figure of uh, Ed 209 from the 2014 movie. The new Ed 209. Yeah, the new one. So it's right. not the original one, the uh, Paul Verhoeven version from 1987. This is the 2014 version. So right. I like it. It's cool. It's not as good as the original, of course. Right. Uh, it's not my favorite piece by any means. Uh, it's a good piece, a quality piece. If you're on the fence about it, do it. Um, however, it's a piece I like. It's not a piece I love. Right. So would you sell the piece? No, of course not. <laughs> okay. Of course not. It's not. I didn't right. say it's good. One thing, category. when we started this shop, Derek came to me and was like, I don't know what you're doing because I could never run a shop. All this collection that I have, I am never getting rid of, you mm-hmm. know. Can't sell it. And so um, I feel that, man. I feel that, man. My- well, thanks for... Go ahead. I might not have a house, but... You'd live in your boxes. But You'd by damn it, I'm going to have a... Uh, and that's a new phrase, by damn it. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to have my uh, collection, Homeless Under the Bridge. Might be begging for money. Like, why don't you sell that Hellboy statue? <laughs> Is it a hundred grand? Nope. 
It's only five grand, so I'm <laughs> right. keeping it, and I'm begging for money. That is awesome. So in the span of the last month you talked to him, this man has upped his collection with some very cool stuff, and that's the reason we have him on. I mean, this podcast is about act. I mean, it's about uh, rock stars and actors. I haven't had one actor on. Yes, I will have actors. Me. Um, yes, right. You have been in a few movies. I um, remember I was in Titanic. No, but I remember when you were in uh, was, uh, that Batman movie. No, no, no. I was the one in, Jake Jones man. I was with the. Uh, I was in Titanic. Right, who Leonardo DiCaprio's love interest. <laughs> oh, Kate Winslet? Yes, I'm Kate Winslet. <laughs> I don't even know what you're saying right now, but I have seen you <laughs> slap your hand against steamy car windows. I um, I don't even <laughs> know where we're going love. right now. <laughs> Billy Zander, Leonardo DiCaprio, which one? Uh, would I make love to? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going there. Uh, I'm going to go with... <clears throat> I'm going to go with... Uh, just Billy, took a dark turn. Billy Zane, just because uh, I really liked uh, Demon Knight. Now, Demon Knight. Well, dude, this is the second time this week I'm talking about Demon Knight. I haven't seen it, it since I was like 14, but at right. the end, it was so good. It might be the worst movie ever and be ridiculous right. now. I like Demon but, Knight. But at 14... It's definitely my favorite Tales from the Crypt movie. I even like the Michonne character at the end. Uh, strong black woman is uh, <laughs> in the movie, like Michonne, so it's I, about the same age. So I that's what, what I'm relating. At the end, when he passes it on, and... Uh, like when the main good guy's dying and he gives her the bottle. Right, of blood, right, right, right. I which just remember I the, think is probably. I just remember the lady who got her arm ripped off and then she waves his nub at him. He's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "That's me giving you the finger." Yeah, just like a woman right. did. Right. Not the giving me the finger cheesy line, but the fact that people are getting limbs ripped off and yeah, Michonne's in it. Demon Knight. Rick's in it. If it, you know, now we're going Kirkman Demon Knight. Wrote it. We're yeah. all over the. <laughs> I don't think so. It's Walking Dead book. I feel that the Creep Keepers image now book. the new image in the Walking Dead. Yeah. I um I don't know where we're going. We're going crazy. I think we're all hungry and senile at this point. Mm. So I'm gonna roll this down. But I do appreciate all your great collecting. I appreciate all your support yeah. of Toxic City. Thanks for being here, and thanks for buying all the stuff you buy from us. So all the collectors out there, man, we got some stuff, babies. Hey, we got some stuff. Come in. We want to talk collections, man. Just let us know what you got. Let us know how it's growing. Let us know the things you picked up, even though it's not from us, even though we hope it is from us. Um, I recently have ordered, haven't picked up anything, some cool new vinyl figures from a new vinyl company that I like called Vinyl Idols. They come out with some cool... What are they? What, like pops? Here's the story, my friend. They're not total pops. They, um, I think Funko has a hand in making them. These, um, from this is my understanding, and I could be totally wrong here, but from what I've researched and what I've gathered, um, there's a there's a corp- there's a company out there called the Evil Corporation, which I think is an awesome name for yeah. a company. Um, their symbol is a little pitchfork sideways, like an E, and they um, actually um, they're designers, really. They're not even toy makers; they're just designers, production. So they put out all these 3D images of like uh, Ghostbusters. We have a few on the counter out there. Those Ghostbuster vinyls that you are, see. There. Are they the same ones that make the uh, kid and play uh, wedding? pieces <laughs> i haven't seen those they go on top of the cake <laughs> but they make ghostbusters um well so start off with all these crazy images they did ghostbusters they did a bunch of different bill murray's from like life aquatic from zombie land from kingpin it was crazy bill murray it's awesome there's a bill murray they, collection they, they did but yeah and then they they did uh, uh star uh, uh back to the future i should say set but it wasn't like what you think it was like you know that picture he's always waving around that's disappearing yes it was the picture like it was his the brother and the i think his head was starting to disappear and the the goofy looking sister and he was like leaning on a whale that's awesome it was weird right and so they started putting the stuff out online and people were like oh my god take my money that was the idea 
And this company was like, whoa, 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 we're not, they're not real toys. They're just 3D images. We were just joking around, showing you what we can do digitally. And people were like, no, you have to make this. And so people started throwing the money. I think they started like a GoFundMe or something and raised all this money and actually went to production. This company called Vinyl Sugar picked them up. And I think Vinyl Sugar is a like subsidiary, I guess you should say, of Funko. They're not actual Funko, but I think Funko has the hand hmm. in doing what they're doing. And now they, they produce. And so far I've seen uh, Seinfeld. Uh, who, did, who did you pick up? Uh, I I've, I um, ordered Lord Lloyd Dobler from Say Anything, so he's their jacket, boombox in the air, cool. And then my wife's a giant Seinfeld fan, so I got her the Soup Nazi, which is like she's random, like eight feet tall. <laughs> yes, and, and she's like, I kind of like Seinfeld. Okay, and she's like, just she's like just blows. <laughs> she's a Seinfeld fan. Okay, it's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> What's the deal with cooling air? <laughs> I um and so but the, their Seinfeld collection was weird because I didn't see the main cast. I just saw Kramer. Yeah, I saw. Do you watch Seinfeld? Yes. Or you know, Putty. Newman, the soup Nazi, and uh, uh, you're saying my favorite character, George Costanza's dad, and those are the characters that they made. And I don't think they did the main characters. Just do if they do Putty and Newman, I'm good with they, that. They have Putty and Newman, and look just like them. Putty's but, probably my favorite character. Right, Putty's awesome. And so, anyways, that's uh, that's vinyl idols. People, we're starting to carry them. They're here at Toxic City. That's my new thing. I picked up in my collection. Picked up a couple of those. I probably pick up the Bill Murray from uh, Ghostbusters, which is out. We had one in. We didn't get it out of the box before we got on the floor. I showed somebody and they snatched it up. So mm. um, we have a couple of, uh, of of those going on. But yeah, we'll stop ranting and raving about the random stuff that we're into. Thanks for your collection growing. It's awesome. I love to hear about it. I like to see all the new things. You're you're a big driving force in me jumping in this because you know you're you're in it. I love your passion. I love what you're doing. Um, anything you want to say before we jump out of this podcast, baby? Uh, uh, Chevy's going to be really disappointed because, uh, as I've posted on Facebook, uh, uh, Black Friday, I'm going to go to Walmart in the middle of the store and uh, get naked and kill myself. <laughs> Are you really throwing that out in this podcast? Because, uh, basically, I just I can't have Chevy having any more happiness because he is probably <laughs> the second best podcaster in the world. Thank you. Second right, best. Right after me. Of course, <laughs> right. So it goes me, Chevy. So that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna put you to nude suicide. Uh, you know, like I've always said, why if Walmart? If you're, if you're gonna kill yourself, go to Walmart on Black Friday, get naked, and do it in front of everyone. Okay. So I've been saying that my whole life, and this year I think it's, I think it's gonna happen. <laughs> right. If, uh, oh lordy. I don't, I don't have an email set up, so I can't get angry uh, letters uh, from. I'm listeners. just kidding, people. The, don't kill yourself. It's <laughs> a bad idea. From the six people that listen to us. We're, we're going to get it. Um, I'm just kidding. Actually, uh, thanks for all the people who come in here and let me know they're listening to the podcast and what they think. And, uh, like, we get a handful. Me, yes, let us know how, uh, how awesome we are. Or if you hate us, because that's probably more prevalent. Let's <laughs> right. be honest. As they're gonna be like, like we joke about being awesome, we are terrible. They're going to so be like, hey, remember, I liked y'all until you brought this guy that was talking about killing himself in the middle of Walmart on your podcast? I don't know why you talk about anything else. I feel that. There should I be... I like to go take find a rabbit hole, right. jump down it, live there for three or four days, mm-hmm. and then come back and be like, oh, yeah, we actually had subject matter and topics. Right, right, right. Because if you ain't ADD, then... <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 On that note, we are out. Bye-bye. And thanks once again to the champion of returns, Mr. Derek Thomason. You guys make it out for RoboCop Day. We already pushed it October 10th, starting at 6 p.m., Hope everybody's good with that. October 17th, come back the following week <clears throat> for my man, Dirk Strangely. 
He's doing an art show. It's one of our first art show, complete art shows we're throwing here. He's taking over the walls of Toxic City. If you haven't seen his art, come check it out. It rolls perfect for the month of October. He's doing um, launching some uh, a series called The Plague Doctors, and I believe the first 50 guests at his art show will receive a... Uh, um, a uh, hand embellished print where he actually took a print and he painted over the top of it with with coffee grinds and and whatever he can make in in his um and it's like an advertising poster for the the plague doctors it's gorgeous he showed me um the sample of what he was working on and I'm in in love I think I stole the first one from him um so anyways he'll actually be on the show next week talking about the plague doctors Listen to that, Dirk Strangely. We're talking his art shows. We're talking his con life, the the comic con life he lives, and we're talking his run-ins with Mister Gary Busey himself. It gets crazy. Come back next week. Let's talk to Dirk Strangely next week. One last thing I'm promoting: we just launched, <coughs> just got the okay. We are turning the back alley behind Toxic City Comics into Zombie Alley. There will be 30 to 40 zombies back there. You will start in the back room. Your mission is to save your hurt friend. You need to run to this back alley with a flag, like a flag football-style belt around your waist and make it to the rescue vehicle at the end of the alley through 30 to 40 Halloween-dressed zombies without getting your flag pulled, a.k.a. getting bit, a.k.a. getting a virus, a.k.a. falling um, to the grim nature of zombies um it should be fun man we're doing a little zombie run in the back alley toxic city presents zombie alley october 30th we're starting at 7 p.m 7 30 we might actually kick kick you out to the zombies um we're still looking for zombie volunteers if you're interested come talk to me chevy chavaria at toxic city comics or give us a call at 409-229-1295 if you want to volunteer as a zombie let me get you on the list but you guys, come check it out. October 30th. It's a Friday night. It's a Friday before Halloween. Our zombie alley should be bad to the bone. We're going to have obstacles. We're going to have cars back there. We're going to have... It's going to feel like the apocalypse. That's our goal. So it's something we threw together with no budget, with just craziness. It should be fun. We're asking the uh, <coughs> Toxic City family, the community of people that we have here, man, um, to come together, help us out. We need 30 to 40 volunteers. We already have probably half of those um i'm coughing up lungs we're here come back next week with uh, dirk strangely hey man thanks again for all the listeners thanks for showing the love thanks for coming on this ride thanks for coming on this adventure you guys are uh, amazing Derek thomason you're an idiot and i love you baby i love you we are out babies oh one more thing this song is by a band called The Huntingtons, one of my favorite bands growing up. They are not together anymore. That's kind of my thing. I throw out bands that you can't hear any of their new music because there is none. i just like to show you what you missed out on. This song is by The Huntingtons. It's dedicated to Derek Thomason. It's like he should have wrote it himself. We're definitely out now, babies. Check this out. Nobody likes me. Nobody likes me.